Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to Just Be With Bethany. Uh, so do you remember the Gwyneth Paltrow vagina scented candle? Can you believe I'm saying that out loud? Well, it sold out really quickly. So Gwyneth Paltrow, I remember her vagina. It had a, was a vagina scented. So whose vagina, by the way? Who's, I want to know who's, can we have Gwyneth Paltrow on here so I can ask her whose vagina was the candle modeled after and who were the vagina testers like who are the vagina who are the people the women or men just doing all the vagina testing and mixing because it's like mixing a fragrance like i like this it has a little bit of gardenia it has a little bit of musk it has a little bit of patchouli it has a little so i want to know like the 10 vaginas that got mixed into the gwyneth paltrow vagina candle but i digress and this candle blew up in someone's house so I said, it's better than someone's vagina blowing up. What did the smell like all over the house? It's so that person has to move now? Does she get this Gwyneth to have to buy that person a new home because that person's home smells like vagina everywhere? I just feel like vagina, from what I understand, there are people that won't be with certain people because they don't have a pleasant smelling vagina. So I just want to know whose vagina is it anyway? 
Um, but all, Gwyneth Paltrow, it's just amazing. Let's do the dick, dick smelling candle next. Penis, the penis candle. The ass candle, the tame candle, the crack candle, the balls candle, the after sex candle. I mean, I want to be Gwyneth Paltrow when I grow up, right? Just fucking do anything you want. I bet you that would all work. Like all those candles just would just work. Oh, it's Gwyneth's vagina. Well, did she smell her own vagina? She does do yoga. She does work with Tracy Anderson. So maybe she's that, 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 um, that flexible that she smells her own vagina. But I will say something, and all you women know, your vagina doesn't smell the same every single day, okay? It doesn't smell the same every single day. It smells different after certain activities. It smells different uh, during that time of the month. And not your vagina doesn't smell the same all the time. And I don't, I bet, I, I bet a 50-year-old vagina, how old is Gwyneth? She's 48 years old. She's a middle-aged woman. And I'd like to know what a middle-aged, beautiful, blonde actress slash empire owner vagina smells like so i'm gonna have to get the candle and then i'm gonna have to smell Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina and do and see if they smell the same because has anyone tested that right do you agree i mean what are the odds what are the odds that her vagina smells like that candle right zero so if any of you have smelled the candle i'd like to know So we're going to talk to Andy Cohen, who has so many job titles, I don't think you would believe it. He has not only worked at CBS for 10 years and was a vice president in programming and development at Bravo. He hosts Watch What Happens Live. He's won a Peabody and an Emmy, has produced dozens of television shows. He's written multiple New York Times bestsellers. He has a touring show with Anderson Cooper. He has his own imprint where he publishes other people's books. And he's hosted many different shows, and he's only just begun. And to be honest, I just think he really makes the whole thing look effortless because he's loving what he does, but he's a hard worker. And he's only halfway there. He's got so much to do. So pretty amazing story, and I can't wait to talk to him in a different way about business and not just him in my backyard, (laughs) which is how it usually happens. Hi, Andy. Hey, B. This is a flip of a switch right now, um, which I enjoy. Me too. I would normally say that you don't need an introduction, but I actually think you do because I think that people know you for just a handful of things and you have had quite a lot in your career basket. Yes, it's a bountiful basket. It's a bountiful basket and I know you, but when we talk, we talk about gossip or what we did that day or Ben or the housewives. And, you know, this show is about people who have had non-traditional circuitous routes to get to where they are, uh, pretty much a started from the bottom and now they're here. So you have a radio channel, a book imprint, effectively with Anderson, a touring company, a production company. You are an award-winning producer in so many different genres. And I mean, People don't realize you worked at CBS for 10 years, even before you were an executive at Bravo and a vice president at Bravo. And I don't know that I can think of another high power executive that is so seamlessly transitioned into being such a successful on air talent. So 
Did I get all that right? I mean, I know there's a lot more. You've won a Peabody Award. You've won an Emmy, at least an Emmy. Have you won more than one Emmy? I've only won one Emmy, and you did get it all right, and I appreciate it. And it is a circuitous route indeed. I think that you're a person who has navigated getting to where you are in a very uh, seemingly effortless way. Thank you. It look, you make it look easy. You make it, you're very casual. You're very relaxed. And I just wanted to ask you what you thought you were going to do. Like, what did you think you were going to be? Well, what I wanted to be, I think in the back of my mind, because I, what I, in my, in my fantasy was that I would be able to be myself on TV but I didn't know how to manifest that. And when I was growing up, that just seemed so egotistical. It was before Instagram. It was before we were all admitting that we love to put ourselves out there. And it just seemed kind of self-centered. So I, I decided to go into news because I thought, well, I could be a reporter and maybe I could kind of have some fun with that. And in my mind, I thought, well, maybe I would be on a morning show or something like that hosting. But I quickly gave up the idea of being on camera because my last internship was at CBS News in New York. And the idea of moving from small market to small market, kind of trying to break into reporting versus moving straight to New York and working behind the scenes, I think I just got very attracted to the allure of working in New York and being kind of, you know, swimming in the, with the big fish. Well, that's so interesting. When I was trying to be an actress years ago, I felt like I was trying to be someone else. And I thought the same thing that you thought, and we're similar ages and we came up at a similar time in very different routes, but I thought the same thing that you thought, how do I be myself? But even hosting felt like it's just so much copy and you're confined to being all cheery and you have found a way to do exactly what you want to do in your own way. And you've totally kept it real. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker. 
retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I be strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Do you consider yourself a brand? I guess I kind of do. I, in some sense, it used to be that the brands were, you know, the networks, ABC, NBC, CBS. But now the brands seem to be the people or the shows, you know, the housewives is a brand. Bravo is one of the few networks, I think, that has maintained its brand identity as all these other networks have lost theirs. So I guess in some theory, I mean, in some, in some way, I guess I am a brand. I don't love the word, but it is what it is. Because you think it's a pretentious word, my personal brand. You think it's like a pretentious yeah, word. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's, I, I think a lot of people use it who you're like, all right, with your brand, like settle down. I agree. But I mean, you don't think of yourself this way because I know you personally, but you are. I had a filter for how I would bring people on and who they would be. And there are a lot of 
people that are very rich and very successful that I didn't want to have on here because I didn't feel that they were a mogul. And I do feel that way about you. I mean, when I talk about what I said before, I mean, and you've written multiple books and you have multiple shows and you've had, you know, a lot of success, but you're so casual about it and you sort of just are are natural about it that I wonder if you think that you would have been successful at anything you did. Like, did you, would you feel luckier or smart? Or both? Do you, what combination? I feel both really lucky, and uh, and I do think that I'm smart, and I am cocky enough to think that yes, I I think that I would have been successful at what I tried to do. Now, I don't think I would have tried to do anything that I wasn't going to be successful at. So I wouldn't have tried to be a brain surgeon or a scientist or something with math or an accountant because I would be horrible and I'm not interested. But the things I was interested in, I just always, I mean, it is such simple advice, but I always say to people, if you are passionate about something you should be able to succeed in that because your passion is going to drive you, you know, your success. So I feel like everything that I've done, I have done because I thought I can do that and I'll be good at that. There have been a lot of things that have been pitched to me or proposed to me that I've said, I don't think that's going to work. I'm not going to do that. So while it may seem like I say yes to everything, but I actually only say yes to things that I think will work or that I can do. I don't know that it seems like that. Knowing you personally, you say no to a lot. And a lot of it could be really lucrative and money-making. But you're also in a position where you're out there every day. And whatever you say, you could could lose it all in a second for one stupid thing that you say that you didn't even mean. I mean, are you afraid of that? Yes. I think about it every day. And I have thought it every day just because I think – on the one hand, I'm so grateful for everything that I have, and I am hyper aware, and it's really heated up in the last six years, this cancel culture. And mm-hmm. so, yes, I absolutely do. And I have to say, and you and I talked about this too, when COVID started, I really started kind of counting my my shekels and thinking, yep. okay, well, what happens if this goes away? And what happens if that goes away? And am I okay? And I think that, you know, I, I think it's it's good to always be in check of that stuff. And I think part of the reason that I try not to flaunt things where you were saying earlier, oh, you you know, you know, you're you're successful, but you seem pretty laid back about it. I think that We've both seen so many people just be assholes with success and with fame. And I think mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. certainly that's been I, – I knew a lot of famous people before I ever became famous, as it were. And I think that I looked at them and how they handled fame, and I said, oh, okay, oh, they're cool. Oh, they're not being cool. And I think that I tried to kind of – ease into it and keep my shit together as it were. Well, that's a good way to ask you the next question. Do you, what is your relationship with money? Meaning, do you have noise about it? Do you consider yourself wealthy? And who do you ask business advice? Like who do you go to, to ask financial and business advice? Are you good at that? What's your whole relationship with money and the managing of your affairs? You know, I grew up firmly middle-class or upper middle-class where 
I, I, but I was also, I worked every summer of my life and I was expected to Is that to true? Work. Yeah. What did you and do? I was expected what did you do? To, I, I, oh my God. Well, well, first of all, my family owned a food manufacturing and distribution company and I worked there. I worked in the factory. I drove a forklift. I made deliveries. I made copies. This is all different summers. So, and again, it was working for my family business, but I'm telling you, like I was expected to be there at 7.30 in the morning. It was a union shop. So you had clear break times. You had a break at 10.30 for 15 minutes. You had a lunch break at noon for a half an hour. And then you had a break at like 3.30 or something for 15 minutes. And then you got off at 5.30. And like, it was, I was not expected just because I was the boss's kid. I was not expected to, you know, I, I was not given like, oh, you can take an hour because really, are you going to get fired? I was, I was meant to lead. I was meant to be an example and not be an asshole. And I worked at a push cart at Faneuil Hall in Boston selling Mexican pullovers and blankets. I worked at. I was a waiter. I was a. Um, I had so many jobs. I was a receptionist at a radio station. So I, I definitely always was taught the value of money. You know, with the world of social media and filters and, you know, being making $5 million a year on TikTok and this younger generation, I worry about people really knowing what that, 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 that hard work is really the way to be successful. Even if you are a social media star and even if you do, you know, filter your eyelashes on or your ass on or whatever you're doing. Hard work is really the key to success, in my opinion. Like, you have to be a person. Getting on TV is not going to make you successful. Putting a fucking handbag on TV and talking about it is not going to make you a million dollars. Like, really just following through, executing, and working hard. And we, when you and I talk, we talk about bullshit. We don't talk about the jobs you had in high school that your parents made you have. And I think that people need to know and hear that you could have all of it lined up but if you're not going to work your ass off and you said you have to have passion, you have to love what you do, have the drive, but ultimately you have to work your ass off. Do you, I mean, don't you agree? That's the bottom line. You work hard, don't you work really hard? A hundred percent. And I think that, you know, I remember when I started at CBS news, I was an intern there and then I moved to New York after school and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait tables until I can get a job at CBS news. Something has to open up. I really want to be there. Mm -hmm. And I moved there and weirdly a nighttime desk assistant left the morning show soon, you know, right after I moved there and I got that job. And when I tell you at, first of all, I was working like 70 hour weeks, at least I worked so hard, but I loved it. And I felt so successful because I was getting checks that said CBS on them. I was like, I made it. I made Aww. it. I, I just, I thought I was the shit. I, I really thought I was amazing. And you know that we did not count hours. Our generation didn't count hours, didn't count Saturdays. Well, I was the same way. And it was also, it's part, it seems like it's part of your identity. And by the way, we've talked about being a little rudderless now. I feel like you're in such a social career. So you host this fun show, you have cocktails, you see people. You don't really have to do anything besides that unless you're talking about dating. And I feel like now, since the pandemic, you're not having that social stimulation. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's weird doing a show. I mean, but that's another thing. I mean, I'm just so grateful to be able to still do it. But it right. is so weird. The idea of doing a show from home. I mean, I walk up to my computer. 
I put my makeup on, I turn on all the lights, I'm doing it by myself. And then you're done a half hour later. I mean, it's like, well, where are the people? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you, you seem very decisive. I've come to you with different projects and you don't really seem to look back. Like you'll say, no, yes, I think so. Eh. And if you don't like it, you just don't like it. Uh, do you feel, right. I don't know, what percentage do you go with gut instinct? Decisiveness, just for gut me, instinct. For me, I'm very gut instinct. And I've worked for a lot of people who have been very research driven. Mm -hmm. And so that's been an interesting experience for me where sometimes I have, I have, you know, I I thought that a show was going to be a huge hit and it's a bomb. And then we do the research on why it was a bomb and it was stuff that I could have never predicted. And I'm grateful for that, you know, Intel. So I think that programming television is very, I think it's very, um, you, you have to go with your gut if you, if you really believe that you know what you're doing. And I think there are a lot of people who are very skittish in television and who are, you know, who the development phase is endless. I hate development. I ran production and development at Bravo for years. Development usually takes so long and it's agonizing. And you and I have talked about this. I'm like, oh my God, the time, you know, the time between pitching a show and it actually getting on the air is often really long. And I, you know, in my mind, I'm always like, this is a sure thing. What are you waiting for? Yeah, it's annoying. That's why we couldn't do movies. I mean, for the most part, it'd take two years. Like we like, I like, I used to call you like, put the cameras on, put the cameras on in my house. This is happening. Get the fucking cameras on. Yes, Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that programming, which you still are involved in programming because you produce so many things and you have such an, a voice and an opinion and power at Bravo. And I know you don't run the network and people blame you for everything that happens there, but it's not unlike products. So being in, I have a brand and I have many different products and being in that space, often something comes out and then 10 other people want to do the same project, same product. And I'm always of the school, like be first, be fastest. But once that's been done, you don't want to keep doing it 10 times. And in television, it's so much of like, oh, we're doing a lot of cooking shows right now. The home space is big right now or the dating space. And then it's like derivative content of the original. And you don't seem to like that. You don't like derivative. Yeah. I mean, um, However, I, I'm I'm happy jumping on a bandwagon. I mean, you know, if if I think there's some new way to do it, or if I, you know, if for example, if dating shows were really hot, but I was working with you, and I was like, okay, well, what if we build a dating show around Bethany? Like that to me would be in my mind something of a sure thing. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm just spitballing, but like, you know, so yeah. Your own spin on it. Yeah. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. 
APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I be strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. So what's your parenting style? Like what, what do you know yet what your parenting style is? Cause Ben's so young. Do you have any idea I like think, what? Well, I think that it's, uh, it's fairly laid back. I think, and I've talked to other parents about this. I, what I'm finding is I think there's great. Um, I think there's something really positive about um, having a child later in life. I think, you know, I'm more Zen about where I'm at. I'm not, I'm not losing my shit about everything. And where's this kid going to go to school? And I just think I'm more comfortable where I'm at. And I feel like, you know what, we're going to get this kid into a good school. Like, all right, I'm not going to lose my mind about this. 
And um, so I, I just think there are things to sweat and things not to sweat. So I'm just trying to be laid back. And I want to expose him to as many people and as many things as possible. And I want, you know, it was really important for him to listen to music. I mean, so there's music playing all the time at my house and it's not kids music by the way it's grateful dead and madonna and i i want him to appreciate music that that's so funny you and paul are so similar i know he goes to dead shows you love the dead like and he's like music is such a part of his life it's so funny i'm such a type a person and i don't know if i consider you type a i consider you like type b plus i don't think you're that you don't sweat everything like me you don't sweat all the small stuff but when it comes to parenting I'm the same exact way. I was like, my kid's not going to go to their wedding in a diaper. Like, it's not, it's not that deep potty training or getting into school. Like, I just, and I just, same thing. I think it's like business. It's your gut instinct. If you go with your gut with kids, it's not, there's no perfect parent, no perfect kid. But are you, do you want, do you honestly want a life partner? Or do you want to, I know you, you've, in the past, we've talked about this and you may not necessarily want to do it alone. But as we get older, we get more set in our ways and selfish and you have a very full life. So what do you, and can you work as, as hard as you do in your business at a relationship or a partnership? And do you want that even? I think that I do want it, but I don't seem to be working very hard to get it. And it's funny because, you know, a lot of times I'll be, uh, you know, I waste an inordinate amount of time on Instagram kind of looking at other people's, you know, pages and whatever. And a lot of times you see people and they're great looking and they're, and they're all these shirtless pictures. And then you're like, okay, let me, let me put myself in the position of dating this person now. Is this who I want as a boyfriend, Mr. Speedo shot every day? Like, and I find it interesting that it's 2020 and uh, Paul has like a small social following because he's produced some movies, but he doesn't post at all. Like he'll post a picture of a sunset once every six months. I've never been in a relationship with someone who had social media, which I love, by the way. I wouldn't be into like some guy taking pictures of himself and filtering himself and showing how great his fake life was. There's not one of us that have to fucking project the bullshit. Right. You're looking when it's eye candy and you're like, oh my God, oh, this guy's amazing. I want to meet him. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. So Exactly. And also, um, what do you think of, but does that bother you? Does it bother you, social media and the people's bullshit lives? I mean, the Housewives is all about everyone calling everybody out on everything and on Watch What Happens Live. No stone is unturned. It kind of does. But then on the other hand, that's the thing. It's like, well, guess what? If I was someone else looking in on my social media, am I the person I would want to date? Maybe not. I may be like, you know what? That guy's kind of a douche. I mean, so, you know, it's, you know, people who live in glass houses, man, you know? And also, I mean, that's the other thing. If I was watching my own show, would I want to date me? I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I'm too inside baseball. I mean, I think you're pretty fucking eligible and dateable, but what, you know, so being gay and being Jewish, has there, have there been drawbacks to being Jewish? Let's start with the easier one. Have there been drawbacks and like, has there, no. have there been any obstacles? Not in the entertainment industry, right? No, no. Okay. Not that I have had. And then regarding being gay, I would say I started working at CBS news in 1990. It was it was first of all the AIDS uh, epidemic was in full swing, and second of all, um, 
people were really closeted at CBS News. I was not only, you know, one of the youngest producers there, I was one of not many out people. I worked with a lot of older gay guys, correspondents and producers who I would run into at gay bars. That was sometimes how I found out that they were gay, but they were very closeted because CBS News was it was just a very conservative place and um it was not but I, I just was like, look, this I was already out at that point and I was like, I, look, you know, this is just who I am. And so I can't say I mean, I remember once being in the control room and someone kind of said faggot and, you know, you, 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 you hear things or you feel like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's surprising. I guess I am still living in the world in 1992 and this is what it is, but I can't say that it hurt me. I, I didn't feel like it hurt me. It was still kind of the entertainment business and it was just a different time. And your parents were always supportive, like from when it, well, I don't even know how yeah. old you were when you came out, but they were so always supportive. It was always, or did they always, did they know you were gay from when you were a, a small boy or no? Because you're, you're well, what I call a straight gay. When you were first on Bravo hosting the reunions, Jill Zarin wanted to set you up with someone. We didn't even know. Oh, you so seemed like funny. a great straight Jewish guy. Oh yeah. She wanted to set you up with someone because you seemed that's straight. Funny. I know. It's um, true. Yeah. I, I, uh. They, I mean, listen, I had a Supremes poster in my bedroom when I was growing <laughs> up, you know what I mean? And I was listening to Diana Ross and I, you know, I thought that I seemed pretty gay. My mom found gay porn under my bed when I was either in a senior in high school or freshman in college. And so you know, that pretty much tipped her off. And then when I came out a couple of years later, she always says that that she knew I was gay. I was in the, our production of Carousel in high school. And she says, and I quote, well, when you came prancing onto the stage in Carousel, <laughs> I had a pretty good idea. I'm like, I wasn't prancing, Mom. She's like, oh, yes, you were. You were prancing. I'm like, okay. All right. Thank you. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know my mother's famous line when I told her I was gay. She said, I probably would have hated your wife anyway. (laughs) That's amazing. All right. Well, I won't keep you too much longer. I just want to know if there what that I'm an introvert and that I am a homebody and never want to leave the house is a surprise to people about me. So what is a surprise to people about you? Most people, except for your best friends and your family know. What is maybe a surprise to people is that I really am just kind of a hippie at heart. Like Mm -hmm. I really am happiest just sitting on a beach all day doing nothing, you know, listening to the grateful dead. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I want. Well, all right. I like that. There you go. So I just want to thank you so much because I know how busy you are and this is your vacation time and I really appreciate it. And I just want to acknowledge that you are the one who called me and did say, you have to do this. You're going to love it. You're going to be good at it. I loved it. And thank you for having me. Well, thank you for having me too and have a wonderful holiday and I appreciate you. Okay. I'll talk to you. Bye. That was Andy Cohen on speaker because it's just the way you're we're dealing with shows from your home. So anyway, you know, the reason I thought that that was 
particularly compelling is that I don't think people know that much about Andy. He's happy-go-lucky. He's, you know, the consummate host. He's effortless and casual, and he's always smiling and he's super charming. And, you know, he's really deep. He's a really deep person, and he just has a very, very unique story because he's come up in a really interesting way. He was an executive and he managed to get himself on camera and then managed to be a really successful late night talk show host. So I just think he's an interesting story. He's definitely a mogul. And even though I'm friends with him and he comes to my house and we chat, we don't get into the meat of the matter. We never have talked about his childhood. We don't talk really, except for just how are your parents? They're good. We don't get into what makes him who he is and I think you could learn from his story so I thought that was very insightful and in many ways simple you know work really hard and love what you do and you'll be successful at it and as a parent not to get bogged down and obsessed with doing everything right it's all gonna work out so thank you all for listening I thought that was really great and I'm loving these conversations we'll talk soon Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Bethany So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.